it is never too early to start planning for a good spring clean. You're listening to the All Figured Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr. As a career coach for parents, a mom, an entrepreneur, and someone who spent 10 plus years in the corporate world, I still don't have it all figured out. And maybe you don't either. In this podcast, I'll share tools and strategies that I use with my clients. And in the many areas where I don't have things figured out, I'll be bringing you some amazing guest experts to help us fill in the gaps. So tune in each week as we explore how to make career and life decisions that truly work for you, your family, and your big goals. Let's make moves. Spring cleaning season is here for some of us. I am located in Vancouver, BC, Canada. We've had some beautiful weather recently, but we actually have snow in the forecast and it is April. So who even knows? But in saying that, it is never too early to start planning for a good spring clean. So this episode is going to be your pre-clean motivation. So I get a lot of inspiration for cleaning on TikTok. I'm not a huge TikToker. I'm not scrolling through there often, but definitely TikTok knows to curate my feed with some really good cleaning hacks. Now, do I do most of those hacks? Absolutely not. Are they really fun to watch? Yes. But I am committed after C-section recovery and everything like that to kind of go through some of my liked videos on TikTok and just actually start to chip away at it. So in that motivation and that intention I set for myself, I thought, why don't we do this all together? Why don't I record an episode and we can support each other, support one another in spring cleaning endeavors? So in my show notes, which is a blog post that's associated with this episode on my website, if you go into the show notes on your podcast app and you click view show notes here, that will take you to a blog post that's on my website, which is where you can actually find all of the blog posts for all of the episodes that I post. And that is where I will be linking some of the TikToks that I would call my sources, quote unquote. This is a very scientific episode, as you can tell. So step one, listen to this episode, get jazzed up. Step two, Go to the show notes, get some TikTok inspiration, and then step three, make a plan for your spring cleaning. And thinking about my own spring cleaning as a mom, as a parent, as a human being, as a person who has a physical space that I live in, and a lot of technology, I decided that I wanted to break this down into three parts, and that is mental space, physical space, and tech space. When I think about the mental clutter or just the clutter that's kind of exists in my mind when I think about cleaning and organizing. Those are definitely the three categories. There's the mental stuff that kind of just takes up space, the stuff you think about that you're like, oh, I should be doing that task. Then there's the physical space. So your actual like home, the scrubbing, the stuff that we really think about in terms of spring cleaning. And then there's the tech space. And this is the one that for me personally, I avoid like the plague. So here are some tips Let's get into it for clearing up these three spaces. Number one for mental space, I actually took to TikTok and actually I think I typed in something like spring cleaning for your mind. And lo and behold, there is a three minute meditation that's quite lovely that I tried out. And it's just a meditation for clearing the thoughts in your mind and kind of getting going. So I think a good place to start would be to do a little meditation. It's only three minutes of your day and it's a way that you can just set the stage for creating a whole fresh blank slate for your spring cleaning endeavors. 
The next one comes from some clients that I've actually worked with recently. So I think I've mentioned that I do some curriculum design work for other coaches and service providers. And there's a couple of coaches that I'm working with right now who I will credit, give the credit back to for this one. And it's called, uh, the concept that they reference a lot are called is called messes and incompletes. So I actually hadn't heard it put in this way, but I love, love, love that phrase, messes and incompletes. So when you're thinking about the any sort of mental clutter that's going on in your, in your mind or the space that's being taken up by mental clutter, they refer to that as messes and incompletes when it comes to things that are kind of just a bit messy or disorganized or anything that is actually a task that's incomplete. I am recording this before having a baby, and there are so many little incompletes that I'm finally checking off my list. And it's kind of like if you're about to go on vacation, you know, from work, or you're getting so like your house sorted for having guests, or you're about to go on a parental leave. It's such a nice motivation to do some of this work. But why does it have to be having your mother-in-law over or going on a parental leave before you can actually tackle some of these messes and incompletes? So hopefully this can be your motivation to tackle some of those things. What are the things that have been on your to-do list for months and months and months? The one that I will not be getting around to before this baby comes, unfortunately, that is a total incomplete are things like photo albums. Like that's always on my list. And I feel really motivated this year to just figure out a better system for that. So if you've got any tips, I'm all ears. But messes and incompletes, what is something that you could be doing to kind of just sort that out? Another one I thought of that is kind of unique. I'm trying to bring in, you know, some examples of things that are not the obvious ones, like to-do lists and that sort of thing. But like, what are the things that when I think about my mind as a parent, as a human being, what are the things that like really create mental clutter for me? Um, this is a, a very privileged complaint, but it's things like booking travel. So weddings are back on. Some of my best friends are getting married this year and it's so incredibly exciting. And it means booking flights and booking trips and things like that. And sometimes I do let this pile up and I'm, it just takes time, right? To sit in front of your calendar and to peruse flights and to decide, is this the best time to book? Is it not? You're on these like hopper.com or you're on Google flights and you're trying to figure out like, what's the best time to do this? What will be cheapest and all of that. So are there any flights that you can be booking in advance or any travel that you can be booking? And can you pay a little bit more? Like maybe if you're booking really far in advance, do you want to just pay a tiny bit more? to book a more flexible flight so that you can just get this off your plate, have the flight booked, pick the seat that you want, and just have that out of your mental space. I don't know if anybody else feels this, but this is totally one that sits in a lot, like creates a lot of mental clutter for me. And so that could be something that you try out this spring cleaning season. So that's mental space. I would definitely encourage you to just do a quick audit of what's going on in your mind. And I would do this by just grabbing a piece of paper grabbing a coloring sheet from one of your kids that they're no longer using and just write down everything that feels like it's just taking up space in your mind. And this could be, this could include things like physical, physical things like cleaning around the house and that sort of thing. But what is taking up space in your mind? Jot all of that down and then really think about, okay, what are like the top three things in this that would really move the needle and really free up a lot of space? If you want a visual, you can think of it like your Google Drive or your Apple storage on your phone. Like what are those top things that are taking up multiple gigabytes that you just want to get off your plate? Okay, physical space. 
This is the one that, of course, most of us go to first when we think about spring cleaning. So first of all, declutter. So anything I've learned from TikTok or from Go Clean Co., which is that amazing account that has all these different cleaning hacks, anybody you talk to who's an expert in the space, of which I am not, but I'm just a, a big fan, I would say, will tell you to first declutter. So don't start cleaning around your house and then do the decluttering because then you're going to kick up more dust and then it's all for naught. So start with the declutter. Get rid of stuff, repurpose stuff, donate things, toss things that you're no longer using. And I'll put an asterisk beside the whole tossing piece. We have a recycling, we're very lucky, we have a really nice recycling depot that's nearby and they have bins for absolutely everything. So could you maybe drive a little bit further or could you do a little bit of research to see what local resources are available in your area that have, you know, good recycling facilities? Are there charities that take some niche products? Like I know sometimes the humane societies will take things like old bed, bed linens because they'll use them for their animals. So get a little bit creative. It sometimes does take a little bit longer. It might require a bit of driving, but try to, of course, keep as much out of the landfill as humanly possible. Now, I wrote down a couple of things for myself. I was thinking about like, what are some of those things that just like, beat around my house that I just need to like figure out. And some of those things can be like burned down candles. I'll be like, oh, okay, this candle's like basically burnt down, but there's still wax in it. And I need to like pop it in the freezer, or use hot water and get the wax out. And then I'll reuse the, the glass jar. Like if there's anything like that, round them up and do them all at once. I did that recently. I had a bunch of candles that had burned down and I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to sort this out. But then don't feel like you have to use those jars. Sometimes the jars from the candles could be really beautiful. So you, those could go to Salvation Army or they could be donated. Another thing would be pantry items that you no longer use. So I'm a... <laughs> I'll buy like, you know, a bag of lentils because I see a recipe that I really want to make. And then the bag of lentils that are dried will just be sitting there for, you know, six months. If I'm not using them within six months, chances are I won't be using them within the next few months and somebody else could be using them. So donate pantry items that you just don't foresee yourself using in the next little bit, especially when they're items that you could repurchase, you know, down the line if needed. But you can think about the person who could really appreciate that and use it. And of course, another thing would be any sort of uh, pharmacy or beauty product. So what are those creams or serums or things like that that just didn't work for you or you just didn't like, you didn't like the smell or whatever. Can you round some of those up? My girlfriends and I used to do a dinner club um, and this is before we we all had kids or some people moved away. And one night I actually, I don't know what got into me, but before going over to our friend Hill's house, I was like, okay, I have so many really awesome beauty products that just don't quite work for my skin, but I'm not going to throw them out. And I don't really want to take them back to Sephora because they will just throw it out. It's pretty wasteful. So I actually rounded everything up, put it in a bag, brought it to the dinner club. And it was like Christmas. People were actually, I was kind of like, is this a weird thing to do? But people were like, oh, perfect. Like, I love that serum or I need a new vitamin C or whatever. So that was kind of a fun way to, um, you know, offloads of beauty products that I had used that I couldn't really donate or do anything with. Okay, so continuing on with physical space, when it comes to actually starting the deep cleaning, I'm not going to go through like the checklist of what to clean in your house. Again, I'm not an expert in that, but here are some of the things that I've done recently or 
have outsourced recently that are areas that do not get cleaned very often. Uh, Things like fans. So like if you have a fan in your room or you have a humidifier or a fan in your bedroom or anywhere, like dusting that out, wiping it down, they can get really, really gross. Doing the blinds, that's one of my least favorite jobs, but just get it done, put a podcast on, get your spliffer. Under the bed, so we actually recently moved a carpet that was in our bedroom out into our baby's room. And oh my gosh, the dust that was in there was, or under our bed was like, next level. And I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, we're breathing for, you know, eight plus hours every night, sleeping, breathing in this dust that's right below us. How gross is that? So dust underneath your bed, vacuum. Changing your furnace or your water filters, that's always a good thing to do every couple months. The door jams, like going in and out of your house, I always forget how dirty those can get until you actually look and you clean it and you're like, oh, that's really gross. We should clean that. And any spaces that going in or out of your house. I think that's like a feng shui thing too, where you have like entryways, um, either just outside your house or just inside your house. Like those areas can get really messy and it can kind of create this, this, um, I guess maybe like mental clutter or this, this dirty feeling that you might not recognize, but could be kind of lingering there in the background. When it comes to reorganizing, I think this is one of my favorite things to look up on TikTok or watch on Instagram reels or whatever. But when you're reorganizing, the one thing I've learned from social media or from, you know, any any publication that's talking about cleaning is when you're reorganizing, don't just like move things around, take everything out of the space, wipe it down, give it a good clean, and then put it back. And often by virtue of just taking everything out and then putting it back, you're going to kind of be organizing it in the same uh, like activity or event. Another one would be getting stains out of carpets and upholstery. I'm looking at all of us, the parents out there who have just like the lingering little stains on, say, the nursing chair or the couch or this or that. And you're kind of like, eh, but we've got kids who are still really young and like there's going to be more stains. But I don't know. There's a couple of stains that I am planning to tackle before this baby arrives because I'm just like, it, it's just kind of gross. And it just doesn't make me feel great when I look at the couch and I look at this like little stain that's there. And yes, the couch will continue get to get stained. But for me, I think it's good. I'm going to do it for me. I'm not going to do it for anybody else. I don't care when people walk in my house and there's like a stain on my my couch. But for me, it'll just feel better. So those are some things I'm committed to doing this year as well. Also, there's a TikTok that I will be linking in that blog post I was talking about. And it's this, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's taking a lid from your pots and pans, putting a microfiber cloth on it, putting a dishwashing tab in a bowl with hot water, and then dipping the lid with the towel on it, and then using that to wash your couch. If you have an upholstered couch, it looks wild. I haven't tried it, but I'm very excited to do that. Okay, next up, let's head outside. So if you have any sort of outdoor space, things that you could be cleaning are things like the garbage bins, washing the outdoor upholstery. This is such an annoying one. This is one that Scotty is all over for us, but it's taking off the upholstery from your couch cushions and things like that if they come off and throwing them in the washing machine, putting them back on. Very annoying. However, I feel like it just looks so much better once you do it. Cleaning your barbecue, sweeping and power washing, wiping everything down, just getting everything sorted, get the cobwebs out of there. And it just makes you want to be in your outdoor space so much more. And the last thing in physical space that I want to touch on, especially as parents, is making your bedroom a paradise. So I heard one of my favorite YouTubers talking about this recently. She has two kids who are pretty young, and she was just talking about how she really wanted to walk into her bedroom and be like, ah. 
like, this is my sanctuary. And so I did find a TikTok on just like some little things that you could be doing around your bedroom just to make it feel like a really peaceful place to be in a season of life that can feel a little bit chaotic. So is it things like, you know, do you have sheets that are kind of grimy and they're like five or 10 years old and you're like, I really need to get rid of them and just spend the money and buy new sheets or do a really good deep clean, do laundry stripping, one of those things that you kind of hear all over TikTok and Instagram. Um, can you just be like dusting things? Do you want to just do your closet or like what are the things within your bedroom that kind of irk you? And can you make a few little shifts to make your bedroom a paradise? Okay. So the third and final section that we are going to talk about when it comes to spring cleaning is your tech space. So work and home. Now, again, I don't know about you, but this is the one that I'm like, I'm looking at my notes that I wrote for this episode and I'm like cringing. I'm like, oh gosh, the tech. The tech can just be so out of control. So first of all, with physical tech, if you have any Apple products, take them back to Apple and they will properly recycle them for you. Do an audit of your cords. That's a really good one. I've even seen, I really want to do this. I haven't done this before, but I want to label like the really miscellaneous cords. So Scotty and I both have Kobos, which is like a Kindle e-reader type thing. And I always forget what the cord looks like. And then it's always misplaced. And I feel like I could just put a little label on it to say, this is the Kobo cord. So can you kind of wrangle your cords? There's so many different cord management things you can find on Amazon or hacks you can find on Pinterest or TikTok or whatever. So manage the cords, manage the physical pieces of technology, like the old snap and shot. What's what's it called? Those like just the old cameras that we all used to use and like bring out with us in university. Um, point and shoot. That's the word. Can you, are you really going to use it? That digital camera that you don't have the cord for anymore? Get rid of it. You know, it's time. Okay. So step number one for this. So that's your physical. Those are kind of like the physical pieces of technology. But in terms of like opening up the hood, step number one, delete. Things like unused apps, photos. I did an episode at one point with some like parenting hacks. And I talked about the Get Sorted app. So it's called Get Sorted. It's free and it helps you to manage your photos. It will even recognize screenshots and duplicates, which is so good. It'll save up so much space on your phone. Delete duplicated contacts or people that you just no longer even spoken to somebody in five years, but you still have them in there, like an old landlord or an old work colleague or whatever. Delete your contacts. I actually did this recently and it felt so good. Unsubscribe to emails. This is one to just do. There's two ways. You can either do it as they come in. So you get an email and you're like, okay, I don't need these emails anymore. And you just do it in the moment. Or set a timer for 15 minutes and just go through your inbox and unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And then another one would be go into your different um, platforms. So like Google Drive or Apple and actually see what's eating up most of your storage. So I know lots of us have to upgrade our storage because we have 45,000 photos of our children or dogs or whatever. And go in there and see, like, is there, like, I had some old work files that I didn't actually realize I still had on my Gmail, for instance. Like I had an Aveeno body wash commercial that was like 16 gigabytes or something crazy because it was like the raw files. I have no idea. So sorry, Aveeno, that I still had that on my personal, personal computer. But there's things like that that can just fall through the cracks. So just... Go find what those are, delete them. Okay, tech space and tidying. So tidy up your desktop, tidy up your inbox, get it to a point that's like the minimum standard for you. For my husband, it's not getting anything out of his inbox, but going through like the unread emails, which 
I don't even understand. For me, it's inbox zero, getting my inbox all the way to zero, sorting everything out, starting fresh. Um, go into your downloads folder. That's a good one. So all the stuff that just ends up kind of just sitting in the downloads folder from years and years and years ago. And where do you store things? So like really doing a quick audit of how do you manage all of your stuff? Do you use iCloud? Do you use Google Drive? Do you use Dropbox? And do all those platforms still make sense? And are you paying for any of them? Are you paying for extra storage that you don't need or whatever? Like how do how is all that working for you and your family? And how can you maybe optimize that? And another one that I actually found from TikTok was updating and updating all your apps and software and doing backups. I thought this was a really good one that I hadn't actually thought about, but going through all your apps on your phone or your iPad or your computer and actually doing all the updates that constantly pop up that you'd always just click ignore for. And finally, I'd be remiss, this would not be a career and parenting podcast if I didn't talk about spring cleaning your career. What are the admin tasks at work that you've been putting off? Is your resume and LinkedIn up to date? And a funny one that I'm going to throw in here is auditing your workwear. So you might still be on Zoom. You might be going back into an office or whatever that looks like for you. But how is your workwear going? If you're you know, in the medical industry, do you want a new pair of scrubs? If you work in an office, um, do you have a couple shirts that you just keep wearing over and over again that are getting kind of grimy? What does that look like and how can you maybe fix that or audit that? So in summary, it's all about creating mental space. So even though I'm talking about physical space and all of that, it really is all coming back to creating more mental space for you so you can live an enjoyable life and not have these things burning a hole in your mind. So hope you enjoyed. Check out that blog post I talked about. Get inspired by TikTok and let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening. You can access all resources mentioned in this episode via my website, andreabar.com slash podcast. And let's chat on Instagram. I'm at Andrea Bar Coaching, and I reply to every DM I get. If you loved this episode, don't forget to quickly hit that button on your podcast app to give me a five-star rating and drop in a review. It would truly mean the world. And if you're like me and love to share things that you love, send this episode to a friend who you think would appreciate this topic. Thanks again for listening, and I'll chat with you next week.